0: Welcome to the Simple Self-Care Podcast, your weekly nudge to take good care. I'm your host, Randy Kay. This time of year is commonly known as the season of gratitude. It's a time to slow down, pause, gather with loved ones, enjoy the bounty from this past year, and give thanks for all that we have, large and small. To help us savor this season, I've got the lovely and talented Megan Gilger from the Fresh Exchange on the podcast today. I also have a bundle of gratitude, if you will, to give away during this next week, if you'll humor me for just a moment. I was introduced to Megan through Christiane Liu from the Gratitude Attitude. Chrissy is a beautiful soul based out of Germany who has created these gorgeous gratitude journals. They're full of journaling prompts, essays, and artwork, all that inspire a sweet and simple journaling practice. You can get 10% off of these journals through Megan's newsletter this month at thefreshexchange.com, but I will also be giving one away this week, along with some other of my favorite goodies that I'll talk about more at the end of today's podcast. But to enter this Giveaway to receive this bundle of joy. All you need to do is simply rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Head over to my Instagram at NaturallyRandyK for details, or you can find out more at the end of this podcast. Okay, now back to the conversation at hand Megan. Megan is a pursuer of living an intentional seasonal life full of gathering, mindfulness, and living right where we find ourselves. She talks about her pursuit of living amongst the seasons on the shore of Lake Michigan on her blog. Talking with Megan was like talking to an old friend. So much so that we do ramble on a bit at the end comparing winter in the Midwest tales, but I think you'll find that a little entertaining. But her seasonal living and way of implementing gratitude is so refreshing and inspiring that I know you'll get a lot of value from it. Enjoy. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for being on the podcast. It's very exciting to have you here. Yeah, I'm so excited. This is gonna be really
1: fun. Thanks so much,
0: Randy. Why don't we just start from the beginning? I guess we can get to know you a little bit more and how you came to this way of operating this seasonal living slowing down a bit. So if you want to start with all that you offer on your blog, all the things that people are coming to you for, like where did that desire to share come from? And how did it get to where you are now?
1: Yeah, so currently, I mean, the the Fresh Exchange, we really talk about everything that has to do with seasonal living in any capacity. We work through every season and every month and provide a theme with each month. And um, with the month of November, I I have a weekly challenge going out to help people really focus on gratitude and what that means, since that's the theme of the month. Um, And we've. I launched this last April, but I've had the blog since 2009. And so I started it when I was 23 years old and I'm almost 31 now. And it all kind of started as just this place that it was a creative outlet for me. Um, I, I originally was a graphic designer and I was pretty bored with my work because I I was freelancing during the recession because it was the only job I could find outside as a creative Um during the recession, and so I was just freelancing, living at home, and it was kind of my creative playground, so to speak, um, to kind of do what I want, and then over the years as I built my business, and my husband and I got married, and you know, we we moved around um, and everything, but I grew up in northern Michigan, and so I, I always knew this seasonal way of life as being a huge part of my life, whether I was aware of it at the time or not. And when we moved away from here, uh, probably it was in 2013, I think, Um, we moved away and moved to North Carolina. And even though it's seasonal down there, it's not seasonal like it is on the shores of Lake Michigan um, in the lower peninsula of Michigan, uh, nowhere near that. So I really missed it. And so when we had our son, we decided to move back here. And while I was here and, you know, being a mom, those first six months or so, I was trying to figure out my career again. And I realized that what really what I was really passionate about was seasonal living. And I by no means am an expert, Um, even though I've been born up here, raised up here and everything, I feel like now that I've really chosen this path that I have. I guess I have found like that there's so much more to learn and there's so many challenges in it. And so I just am really looking forward to like these coming years and like really defining what that means for me and our family. And even for our readers and followers, you know, like just knowing that we're helping them and find that for themselves and the, the calm and the peace and the presence that being, being aware and, Um, intentional about living amongst the seasons can do for you Uh, and even like the health benefits of it I think are are pretty amazing you know and to know that we're helping our readers with that is really powerful to me so to go from being a graphic designer to this Mm -hmm. is pretty significant (laughs) yeah (laughs) a career shift but you know I look back and I think everything really led me to figure this out in my 30s yeah Um, so
0: yeah Yeah, definitely. And I think there's kind of this shift going on, Uh, you know, I found being in Fargo too, like, I'm I'm also in my 30s, uh, 32. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people like moving back home, coming back to Mm -hmm. the Midwest, wanting to slow down and focus on some different things, because we're, learning that what we seem to be chasing before isn't necessarily what's going to sustain us long term so I think that's you can bring a lot of value to people by letting them be on the journey with you absolutely so um so what does seasonal living mean
1: to you when you say that phrase (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of layers and I think like so it, it kind of came to me. I was, uh, I, when I was in those early stages of motherhood and we just moved back here, it was kind of like a, a dark and like crazy period for me, like figuring out who I was as a mother and, um, and that whole, you know, what it meant for my career and everything. And I, I would go on a walk every day. Usually it was one of the ways I could get my son to take a nap. And so, um, and I, it didn't matter if it was in November and it's, know a blustery windy day and in, in November mm-hmm. I would still mm-hmm. go for a walk and I just remember like it was the first time I like really looked out at the lake and as I'm like wandering the, ed- the shoreline and he's asleep and I was just like seeing all these things like with with new eyes like I was like really living in that present moment of what November was and mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. the lake looked the way the leaves looked, you know, even the fact that there was some ice on the road or you know things like that and I started realizing like what calm that brought me as a new mom, like just that like it, the how the seasons changed taught me that nothing ever lasts forever. Mm-hmm. And I think and that's both like a really reassuring thing but also a moment to really realize that you have to live in the present. But then also like to me seasonal living is also there's all these markers in our year that allow us to look back and say, look how far I've come, you know, from last, even last spring, like what have I accomplished? You know, even last fall at this tradition that we always do to go pick up, pick pumpkins, you know, look how much we've all grown, you know, whether physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like I think all of that plays into what it means to live, intentionally amongst the seasons but also you know it's it's so multifaceted um because there's also the food aspect to it there's even how our rhythms change uh with each season uh, from working in the garden all the time to the cl- like going to the beach and all that then switching up to cross-country skiing or um having soup dinners by the fire with friends you know and you know, those rhythms all change every single season. And so talking about all those things and um, I don't that that's really what it, I guess it means. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, there's so many layers to it because there's also like the season, the intentional view of your self as a human, whether right. that season is, is actually coordinated with fall or a season could be three years of your life and that's a season. Mm-hmm. in and of itself mm-hmm. for you. And so I I think all those things play into what it means, to me, what it means to live seasonally.
0: Yeah. It is kind of crazy how when you start to dig in how far down the rabbit hole you can go. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And you can be like, oh my gosh, there's this whole world of like reflection and noticing and staying present. And how can I do that when I'm doing the laundry as well as going for a walk or what I'm eating? Like it is this kind of whole new lifestyle shift, which makes sense as to why you do cover a lot of different topics on your website and on your blog, because it's like it all matters it all fits together and I think when you really get into the deeper levels of how you want to operate in the world it it's not just a one thing you know fix this one Mm -hmm. area of life it's it's everywhere when you start really seeing it so yeah so from that moment on the lake where you really noticed and felt the calm (laughs) like
1: then (laughs) what that's that's a great question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I started going down this whole I mean it was kind of I'm a pretty like I'm a very introverted person to begin with. I mean I live out at the end of a peninsula right now. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um I go into town once a week um mainly to check on my house that's being built. Um but I I am from that time on, you know, I was it was about the time that it, everything kind of coordinates with how my son that first year of motherhood and like, in many ways, cause motherhood was a defining and clarifying factor for me in my career. And I don't, I, I think it's different for everyone. You know, I think some women need that and I think other women, it just doesn't, won't ever work that way for, but I needed that. Like mm-hmm. I needed to have a kid to, to find myself in some way and or to limit myself in some way enough to say, this is what you're really passionate about and i felt like i'd been searching for it all in my 20s and then this little thing lands in my lap and <laughs> i i figure everything out somehow even though i still felt lost through the whole process but i i really like started having a very clear picture of what it meant to to live the seasonal life and and just like i went from not really being able to see out my window fully like beyond myself kind of thing to every day like being like so entranced by like how the snow would fall or things like that and pointing it out to my husband and my husband for a while thought I was a little crazy and then he was like (laughs) no like you're making me love winter and like Mm -hmm. that's he was like that's such a gift like you know to be able to see the world and in that way and we were so busy you know new time parents like all of that and I think it just brought this real sense of understanding to how life moves in a way I don't think we ever were capable of before. And in some ways, like I tried meditation, I tried all these other things, but I think for me, from how my mind works, the best meditation for me was to be present with how everything was changing around me and, um, and how that coordinated with my own life. And so it's my own form of meditation that then transformed into, this very clear passion, I guess. And so um, that's kind of what happened because after that, I took a month off in January of this last year to focus like from the blog, like pretty much from everything. And and I'm thankful that I was able to do that. My husband had a great job and uh, he was working on. And so it allowed me the freedom to do that. And I took time off for myself to really figure out what this next stage was like for me and i launched a new base of fresh exchange in april so mm-hmm. i basically built out like a whole year's worth of content of what i was going to do in order to see if it was even like should i really like launch this should i really change everything um, and it was amazing like and it's been amazing for me because it also was how i started this year that january i started like a full year of gratitude where every single day i just became very aware of everything, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and how thankful I was for everything I had. And it totally shifted my perspective on the world. And so that's why I was like, super passionate about this month of gratitude this November, um, because of that. So just as a change that it's made for me in the last 10 months of my life.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. There's There's a lot of good stuff there that I want to talk about for hours on, like, each little thing. But
1: (laughs) um, I guess
0: one of the main things is – so that month you took off, um, what were some of the challenges you faced? Because a lot of times when we clear away some of the clutter and some of those distracting things – we see some beauty and we also see some other things. So was there <laughs> some sort of, and I like the other things. It's yeah. good to talk about because we yeah. like to pretend they're not there, but we all go yeah. through them. So mm-hmm. um, maybe what were some shifts in in that way that you felt?
1: Well, I think the first thing was, like, I, I really wanted to shut off Instagram and, like, all these other things because I didn't want anything to really impede my – vision first for what i wanted to do i kind of really wanted it to come for me and i think i realized that years like really in my 20s i was watching the world and kind of reacting to the world instead of just choosing what i wanted and so during that month i really tried to like disappear from social media and i didn't fully i mean it's hard to to do that like for four weeks. And I would love to really dive into a challenge like that at some point, but I, I definitely limited that and it it was really healthy, but it was also, there was a lot of demons of like, Oh my gosh, like I'm missing out on the world. There was so much (laughs) FOMO and insecurity in that. But after, after a week, I was like, Oh, I don't really need this. Like, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and now it's given me such a calm and a confidence and like, kind of like this point where I'm like, I don't really care about the algorithm. I don't really care about those things. Like. Because none of it's ultimate. It's not something I can control. So it's not, you know, in my mind, I think that month gave me a lot of like, just, just like a lot of strength and like who I am as a person and what I can do and like that none of these things are ever defining factors of who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and so that month was really important for that reason. But, I think also I realized like how disorganized I was in that <laughs> one, because I'm such a right brain person, and so and my husband's not, and you know we we used to work together, and not that we don't really anymore. He just take he's taken this job he's so passionate about and loves, and it's hard to like, and I'm not passionate about it, so it's kind of like one of those things where it was like we both took our own passions in different directions, and that's an awesome thing, and it works really great for us now, but he was able, cause he knows the blog and he worked in it for so long and he still takes photos and everything. He's my sounding board. Like I can, I tell him he's my CEO and <laughs> I'm like the creative person. Um, so I still say he's like my business manager, but he like came in and just was like, okay, here's how you need to organize this. And he like sent it all up for me. And he's like, you need to do this in a week, you know? And like, you need to figure this out for yourself. And so I just like spent that week, like organizing all this content and all my ideas and like what that meant. And, And out of it, I just started seeing all this, like, I I realized that the organization organization allowed me freedom. And so I never thought that before in my life. I never realized, like, I was always like, I hate organization. It, like, boxes me in. And no, not at all. The organization is now how I thrive and, like, come up with my most creative ideas or, like, feel the freedom to take a risk because I know I can always bounce back to what how it how it's organized and everything so and organization is really important as a mom (laughs) 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 to get anything done it
0: is yeah there's I've also come to that is something I'm constantly working on because being like free-spirited and creative like was an identifier for me and it was like, yeah. oh, well, if I'm organized and follow these schedules and things, like, who am I? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you know? Um, exactly. But there's wisdom in ritual. There's wisdom Literally. in, like, there's a reason why, like, every tradition has rituals and things that yeah. they go back to. There's a reason why there are seasons that keep reoccurring in a very predictable way. Like, nature's yes. doing it all the cultures are doing it like it's okay <laughs> and absolutely. so that's that's really great to be able to accept that and embrace it <laughs> and, yeah. and move forward so how has that has that also not just business-wise but that organization that ritual has that come into your own like self-care
1: practice oh absolutely like I <laughs> I started realizing where I like just go nuts is like, I have to like make the bed. I have to, because it means that like, it's, it's complete in some way. Like I know what to expect, you know, when I come to bed, um, I have to like, I, I like even just like my nightly rhythm, like my husband's totally not this way, but I like have to like, you know, brush my teeth and take a shower and do my face mask and like all these things, <laughs> and it makes me feel human. It makes me feel like I can. I wake up with in a better mood, like with a better perspective on the world. I also realize that I have I have to work out. Like I used to be a college athlete, and so um, I took time off from that. Like after I had my son, because I had a kind of a difficult like physical recovery, and even though I was very active before I had him. Um, I realized how much like I need to go to the gym 2 or 3 times a week because it brings me sanity like my body needs to do those things even though I sit in front of a computer a lot or like things like that. And then I also realized that I have to like set aside time for just things like stretching and mm-hmm. <laughs> you know going to the chiropractor and getting a massage once a, once a month and doing all these things that may cost a little bit but they in the long run they help me be my best. And it's definitely like for me to go into town right now and to do those things, it takes me a total of an hour out of my day just to get in and out. And so these are things like I definitely are de- I'm dedicated to because I <laughs> like they are so important to me that I will sacrifice other things such as a social life or other things so that I can make those things happen for myself because that's how I'm the best at my work, that's how I'm the best wife, that's how I'm the best mother. And then that's how I'm the best ultimately for myself. And so which feeds into all those. And so um, I realize that those things aren't in my life and they're not something I can look forward to or keep consistent, then things start falling apart and I'm not my healthiest, mainly emotionally more than physically. But um, yeah, I I definitely think that those rhythms in, in my month are very important and day and everything. So
0: Do you come up with any resistance from, maybe it helps that you're isolated on a peninsula, but I know (laughs) a lot of, especially women that I talk to, there's like this glorification of living like that, or it's almost like, oh, well, good for you. You have time for that. Like, Do you ever come up with any sort of resistance, or are you able to just kind of do your thing and it's all good? Like resistance from other people or resistance from myself? Mm, both (laughs) Mm. (laughs) maybe let's start with other people um just because that seems to be a common one that it's a silly thing but you know it's it's kind of there
1: yes I mean to answer your question yes I mean people definitely I mean I definitely feel like we've probably switched readership in some regard Mm. (laughs) um but I also feel it because I think a lot of people are they, they just don't resonate with it anymore. Um, like our readership was a little bit more urban and there's still some of that, but it's also more like people that live more like us, you know, they're more Midwest or the people who used to live in the Midwest and they really appreciate the mentality of it all. And I think like, I do have friends that are also like, I think at first they feel like, you do you really live like that and then I'm like (laughs) and then they like come over and have dinner like or if they've like experienced any of our gatherings or things like that they're like oh like this is real like you really are like that and it's not that they're like questioning me they're just and they're just kind of like wait you really have switched your life but like to like really be purposeful about these things and like but then there's other friends of mine that have just been like, oh, this makes so much sense. Like, I thought you would have done this years ago. And mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you know, and so I I think it's really interesting um, how how there has been reaction. And for myself, I feel like there's definitely been some resistance where at times I'm like, oh, like, if I could just, you know eat at, uh, you know, like go to a normal grocery store and like not feel guilty about, it, about buying <laughs> salad greens or tomatoes in the middle of the winter, then that would be nice. Cause I just really want beef steak tomato right now. <laughs> but the reality is that beefsteak tomato never tastes like it does coming out of the garden in the uh-huh. summer. So, and I think just choosing, there's definitely like been learning processes in it where I'm like, you know, it's, it's very, it can be, you have to be really intentional and you have to be slower with your life. Like, and I think that's something that all this has really taught me. And I think if there's anything that living this way has taught me, it's that, is that there is no fast pace in this. Like you can't do it quickly and you have to accept what can and cannot be done in a day and just be okay with it. Like you just have to find a way to be comfortable with it And instead look at like, what did you actually do? And like, you know, maybe that day, like all I did was hang out with my son, make some applesauce and answer like five emails, (laughs) you know, it's like, and if that's all that happened, that's okay, you know, and, and that's just what's going to happen today, because that's, that's our life. And it's beautiful. And I'm very happy with it. When I get down to it. So I don't want it any other way. So so you have to want it. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: So for those um, people that um, that live a more fast-paced life, that do you know work full time and things like that, do you have advice on how to incorporate
1: it into their lifestyle? Yeah, I think you know, may, like I think there's so many things about living intentionally you don't have to go and like have this urban gu- or you don't have, to have a garden you don't have to have these things but I think if you are making a point in your day-to-day life of just being aware even of how the world around you is shifting even if you live in LA like I think there's I mean the world shifts on some level around there and I think being aware of um, making a practice of like just saying you know today it's raining and like what is What does the rain feel like, you know, and like, did it shift from last week's rain or hasn't it, did it not rain for a month, you know? And I think just being aware of those things to begin with, you know, just being aware of what's happening outside your window every day and then coordinating that with like being aware of what's happening inside of you at the same time and just keeping like this short little journal of just, and whatever way it is, maybe just notes on your phone, it may be, you know, a little pad of paper or whatever, but you know. Maybe on your commute into the city from, you know, Brooklyn or into Manhattan, you know, just just making note of that. Or um, if you're sitting in rush hour traffic for an hour each way every day, you know, making like going through your head and just being self-aware of yourself in some way, like how you are feeling, like how did it shift from last week and helping yourself see seasons in yourself is I think extra important. But um and I think that's where it all begins because that's where it began for me, you know, and um, from there, I think, you know, making a point of just every, almost every urban city has a farm market. And I think you can, you don't have to have a garden to understand what food is in season or how to cook with it. You know, I think the greatest book out there about seasonal eating and not understanding what it means to eat with the seasons, there's two of them. There's one called The Six Seasons, um, which is by Joshua McFadden, um, and it's an awesome book. And then Alice Waters, The Art of Simple Food. Um, I mean, she's the mother of like farm-to-table eating. Mm-hmm. So um, I think those those are both those ways being personally aware of yourself, like day to day, and what's happening outside your window with your world around you, and then also. trying to eat with like the farm market or your local co-op or in season of what those things are and talking to your farmer and learning about the foods and just being intentional about those two things. And you can do a huge amount of work for yourself with very little work um, Mm -hmm. over time. And if it's just like a daily thing that you just kind of slowly integrate in, it's amazing how quickly it becomes a way of life. Yeah, that's
0: really good advice. It's amazing how those little things go a long way and mm-hmm. they're almost so simple that people discard them like exactly what's the point of noticing what the weather is like unless it has to do with my wardrobe or something you know like yeah what's the but it's just like they're and I used to be that yeah yeah and I think a lot of us are like I think our mm-hmm. our culture has kind of molded us <laughs> in that and way it but the fact that people like you are talking about this more, there is this movement happening. I feel like that that's like a very like ancestral primal thing that's calling to be back into the world. Uh-huh. And I'm excited that it's coming back because it's just, it's therapeutic. I mean, there's so much research and studies now being done of the benefits of incorporating nature into your life. And I talk about that a lot and it's just proof, you know, people like you are proof (laughs) that, um, (laughs) that there is something to it. There is something to pausing and noticing and breathing and, you know just being mindful
1: is going to heal on such a deep level yeah and i think you know i mean to me social media and like all of that is just it's so i i think it's taken away from what it means to be present and to be mindful mm-hmm. and i and my goal especially with this month of gratitude is to help people just step away from that in some way and to connect like what takes stock of what they really have right in front of them. And I think that's like the simplest thing we can do every day is just to like look in front of you and just say like five things that are just amazing about your life. Everyone. I, I don't, I don't care. People could fight me on this, but I think anyone in the world could find five things. And Mm -hmm. I really believe that like, even if you're in the worst possible situation, you still have, you, there's still something you can find to be a positive thing in your life. And you just might have to look really hard, but it's there. And for somebody like me or you, you know, it's, it's much easier to find five things, but, um, I think it's amazing what it can do in our life. And I think that's why, you know, a journal, like the gratitude attitude is so, is so awesome, you know, cause it walks you through those steps every day. Yeah. And so,
0: yeah, I was just gonna mention that. <laughs> it's it's like the perfect way. You only have to do three things a day, and it's just I know. like, and it's fun, and it's it seems painless. And then all of a sudden, you're like, "Oh wow, yeah, I'm really grateful. <laughs> I yeah. have a lot of wonderful things." And oh, I have way yeah. more than three things for today, but okay. Oh yeah, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, so. and I think like we just, I I guess like, especially like I hear this so much from like my girlfriends who are moms like they're just like oh gosh I just wish like this would change or like this would change and it's like okay yes you have a toddler who's screaming he's upset about this or like whatever but you had the chance to have a child like Mm -hmm. and you have a beautiful child in front of you and an opportunity to grow a human and you (laughs) you know there's so many so many women that want that and they can't have it and and then you have a home and you have food to feed that child and You know, though there's all these little things that add up, and you're just like, whoa, okay, you're right, yeah, okay, yeah. It might be a phase; it's fine. Like we'll get through it. Like, but just taking stock of those little things and like realizing, like, like, oh my gosh, like, (laughs) so much, and it can just totally change your perspective, especially when you're going through something that can feel really hard, or you're in between one stage and another in your life, or trying to get to one place, and you know just being aware of how great the journey is along the way is, is so key. So,
0: yeah, it's, it's transforming that energy. Like Mm -hmm. we can't always just like tell it to go away or it's like honoring our feelings. So being frustrated and like honoring what's going on, but then transforming it into something productive.
1: Yes. And that's
0: the magic of gratitude. Is it just, it can just transform anything really. Yeah, it does. It absolutely does so so tell let's talk a little bit more about your newsletter and this month long thing is that something people can get in on every month
1: and there's a theme each month or well it's interesting you asked that because I like I wasn't expecting to make it like a monthly thing um but we've had like such an incredible feedback from it that I'm like eh. I, I'm really wondering about it, especially into December. And then I take um, I usually take like a few weeks off between Thanksgiving and the new year and stuff like that. We don't I I try to slow down for a little bit in order to catch my breath and say, okay, how can we make this next year even better? And the two things that we've really had the request for is a way for the people that are in our community to connect with one another which I love so much. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's awesome. So that's something that we're trying to figure out how to integrate actually into the blog because at first I was like, oh, we're going to have a Facebook group. And then we had a lot of people say, I hate Facebook and (laughs) I have to agree with them. I hate it too. So um, I was like, okay, so now how can we do this? And thankfully my husband, you know, is in design and tech and stuff like that. So he's, he's like, oh, we can figure this out. This isn't a problem. So there's something really exciting coming in the new year um, for awesome. that. And then um, so that people can connect about seasonal living in their area or even find groups of people to meet up with to talk about seasonal living um, or even just to have gatherings, you know, once every season or once a month or something like that. So which makes me so excited for people. So that's like my ultimate like dream for our community. Um, but these weekly emails are – weekly slash monthly topics I I'm like very interested to see how it continues to go I am definitely planning to take it in December um because our next theme is going to be the month it's going to be a month of giving and so I'm tossing around a lot of big ideas with that in terms of what it means to give um in every way Um, so Cause it's hard as a blog to fully remove the monetization aspect of the holidays. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. as much as I like, it kills my soul every year. Um,
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> but hear I hear you. I hear you.
1: Cause everybody says like, ah, oh, more gift guides, And it's like, I know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I'm trying to figure that out. And this year probably won't be the year I'm perfect but I, it's definitely, this year has motivated me to really change that. And so I do want to push into something like a a weekly newsletter to help change that conversation around this time of year. So, um, but then, you know, we approach the new year and I think there's even more exciting things to do in terms of what a weekly challenge could do for people. So, um, yeah, so I can see it. I have to play around with it some more. I'm not totally firm on it, but, um, it's definitely a possibility and pretty high possibility it's going to continue. That's wonderful. Yeah. I think that
0: just goes to show you the power of following your intuition and your <laughs> authentic self because that time you took to to disconnect from what everyone else was doing, to tune inward and create something true and real for you. I mean, look and how it, <laughs> it's just exploding and people are so grateful for it.
1: So huh. that's really yeah. wonderful. Yeah. And I'll say, like, it, it is really scary to take time away from something. Like, it's so scary. <laughs> um, and I see so many people that, you know, they just keep trucking along. And I found that whenever I've stopped in my career for a period of time, I may slow back in some way in terms of what the race is. But I come back with renewed energy that allows me to sprint to another level. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think we, we tend to think that it has to be a constant sprint when in reality it really is just a marathon and we need to figure out how we're going to make it work for ourselves and, and enjoy the, the process of it. And, and so that's kind of the approach I've taken with my career.
0: Yeah. So. Well, there's wisdom in the pause and in the in-between yeah. moments. Yeah. And we get freaked right. out by pauses in conversation even, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But that's like where the magic happens, you know. And Yeah. Um so that's great. That's wonderful. Um Yeah. Maybe since we are going into Thanksgiving and the holidays, any tips about staying present, staying grounded,
1: staying happy through the holidays? Yes. Um I think the biggest thing that I try to do during this season is like, we have very specific traditions and things that we do in our family. And, um, and I think what I love about the traditions is that they give us a moment of like, just a connection outside of everything else that's going on in the world. Like we get to connect on this like consistent basis with those we love the most. And so Um, for me, that's something that's really grounding um, and kind of takes, like, it kind of takes away the rest of the blur of the holiday season. Um, Like, for instance, we go to this, like, holiday event at my parents' town that they live in and, like, they take the tree with Clydesdales down the road in the town and it's just, like, this, like, big scene and, you know, it's just something that's really beautiful about the holiday season and, just finding these moments that can just be these like calm, beautiful spots in the season. So we're not just, and I, and I personally like to shut it off and have some like non, non non-internet times more than normal. Um, because I, like, especially on the weekends, I just like to be able to absorb the season and I don't want to necessarily absorb someone else's season. (laughs) So, um, I kind of, disappear sometimes quite a bit from like Instagram things like that I do what I need to for um running my platforms but I don't really like work in terms of like using those platforms like I just kind of put it out there and then disappear um and it's intentional um because I I want to be able to absorb such a precious beautiful time um And plus like winter solstice is like a time of darkness. And so like removing yourself from that, um, that is so much light. We turn like, we like basically keep lights low in our house and light candles and just kind of take that on because I think it's a really important time to like slow yourself down mentally, emotionally, physically, just kind of like absorb the quiet a little bit. So I don't know. I kind of, That's me.
0: (laughs) No, that's, I mean, that's wise. That's done in a lot of traditions all over the world. And I mean, it's totally doable to incorporate into our culture. And I think people will be surprised how enjoyable going into the darkness actually is. Yeah. It's not always something to dread.
1: No, not at all. I actually was very excited when it started getting darker. It's really, Mm -hmm. that was the first year I've ever felt that way. And I was like looking forward to. I'm actually really looking forward to winter solstice. And one of my friends like messaged me the other day, and she's like, "We gotta plan our winter solstice party!" And like, <laughs> so we're planning like an outdoor like campfire dinner in the snow. Yeah. So, um, probably yeah. not photographed or anything. It was just it was just meant to be like something for all of us to just enjoy and celebrate what's ahead of us. So yeah, it's th- a pinnacle point in the year.
0: I've noticed with my own like seasonal practices that. Every time of year becomes exciting because yeah. you get you're like okay I know that I'm not going to do this in the summertime so this is yeah. the time for these other cozier slower type things and that's that's really the key to enjoying any season. And it is even winter in the Midwest is something to look forward to.
1: <laughs> so I know I'm actually really looking forward to this season, this, this like the winter season, talking about it because. I have so many people that write me and they ask, you know, like, how do you survive the winters up there? And like, and I think it's, and you probably get the same Mm -hmm. feeling in some way, like, but it's like, I'm very excited to talk about it this year because I, I have found such a love for winter and granted it starts with having the right things to wear, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but I think there's so many amazing things about winter that are just dismissed because of being cold or you know whatever that you may feel so um,
0: yeah definitely and I think a lot of it has to do with your own self-contentment because we like to blame Mm -hmm. things for our misery (laughs) you know it's like oh well it's winter so I'm gonna be the certain way and I've when I moved back to Fargo I was like I want to be here in the winter because I know if I can be happy in the winter in Fargo, I can be happy anywhere. And it's true. It's it yes. It's this combination of embracing the season, but then also embracing yourself <laughs> and just Absolutely. being satisfied no matter what
1: comes along. Yes, I would. I like that. I like that a lot. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's really good. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, we like. Also, I have to ask you about Fargo because every time you say Fargo, I just think of which I'm sure everybody does just thinks of the movie. Oh, geez, are the writers like that? Uh,
0: yeah. (laughs) That's pretty. It's intense. Pretty legit. Yeah, I mean, when so I I lived away for a long time, and people would say like, "Oh, do people really talk like that?" And I'm like, "Oh, for sure. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> like people do." Um, it's not as like you know getting murdered in a cafe or like a wood you know wood chipper. A wood shop. Um, I actually told a guy once when I lived in Utah. He's like, "Do people really die in wood chippers there?" And I'm like, "Yeah, my uncle did." Like straight faced, and he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry." And I just let him believe it was true because he was stupid enough to. Ask to think me. it was. <laughs> no. Um, but no, it's pretty intense here. Like it gets really, really cold and really windy and and stuff. But again, it's just like bundle up, find your people, embrace mm-hmm. and. I mean, Fargo has one of the best communities I've ever seen, and that's why I stayed here, really. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes the winter, like, something that you you deal with, but, like, it's just kind of there, and you and you get to find the joy in it, and then find the warmth
1: elsewhere, you know? Absolutely. So. Yep, up here, it's the same thing. You find your people, yeah. and then you just make make a lot of fires and a lot of soup (laughs) yeah i know we just moved into a
0: like a hundred year old house and the selling point was our fire our wood fire stove it's like the most amazing thing it's pretty much all my instagram story is (laughs) my puppy and my fire and that's about it (laughs) yes (laughs) well
1: especially this time of year have you you guys gotten snow yet yeah we got
0: a little bit it's melted um yeah ours did too kind of that back and forth right now but um yeah but yeah I was excited when we got snow. It came a little out of the blue this year but you know again you adjust you adjust you and just you go amb- with it. you just go with it cuz that's all you can do in Fargo. And honestly yeah. like I think it keeps the riff-raff out. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah. It's like if you can't handle it like people don't move here to just like easy breezy you know superficial reasons it's like you have to really want to be here and that's part of what makes our community
1: so great I think yeah here they always like the question is like um if you if you say that you know you've moved like you're newer here or something and somebody's like how many years have you lived here and if you've lived here less than three years and you're from anywhere else in the whole country unless it's like further north or Canada then people are like oh Okay, like nobody like takes you seriously (laughs) until you've made it through at least three winters because then you've kind of gotten the taste of it all, you know, like because here it's pretty, winter can be really erratic just Mm -hmm. because of the lake Mm -hmm. and so we can either get completely decimated with snow for like six months or like last winter it was like 50 degrees in February, Mm -hmm. so it's always hard to tell, so if you can make it through three winters in a row. Yeah. Then you're, you're golden. You're, you're yeah. You're you're a local. You're a, so. <laughs>
0: that's your like <laughs> you badge. Up. You should get like yeah. a badge or a medal or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, is living on the peninsula like do you get weird weather with the water?
1: Yeah, like like the, on Saturday, for instance, it snowed um, in town. So Traverse City is in town when I say in town, um, and but then. <laughs> Here on, I'm on Old Mission. There's two peninsulas in the area. There's Old Mission, and then there's Leland Peninsula. Old Mission's basically like a skinny little strip that has one road that goes down the middle of it, and we live at the end of that like long road. But um, it's it's beautiful, but it's just kind of crazy. But um, so halfway up the peninsula, I was driving home, and all of a sudden, it's just like a whiteout blizzard, like out of nowhere. <laughs> oh
0: my god! And it went
1: like well, there was one day even. This summer, we drove, or like this spring, no, it was in the spring. We drove out here and it was 65 out here and it was 50 in town. Oh my like, goodness. 15 degree difference. And, and like, it's so weird. Like, it, or it could flip flop completely opposite ways. Like, it could be freezing out here and like 60 degrees in town. So, wow. <laughs> it's like, you just never know. It and adds so
0: the drama and the mystery to Oh the yeah. peninsula. Absolutely.
1: So but you're, it's amazing.
0: but you're moving to, you're building yeah. a house.
1: Yes. We're building a house in the, in Lelandaw Peninsula. And so we'll switch peninsulas, but okay. that one's a lot bigger and there's a lot more like, and we're only like 10 minutes into town versus 20 to 30. So. Okay.
0: Um, is is the peninsula like are people on there like judging you for moving or is it no is it fine no. okay
1: because <laughs> you're still like a local like okay it, it, there's definitely different vibes on each of the peninsulas uh-huh. um but there's a lot more like summer homes out on this peninsula um there's a lot more like year round people on in Lelandaw so um it's a little bit more local like whereas out here like it kind of like literally if you walk like a thousand feet down the road from us, it becomes this like little, like jut out another little peninsula that goes into the Harbor and those houses, none of them are winterized. Mm-hmm. And so all of those cottages are just like boarded up right now. And oh, so weird. those people are only there from like May to October. Mm-hmm. And so it, it gets really quiet out here. Um, especially in January, it's yeah. very quiet. <laughs> um, like you can walk down the middle of our road which is a pretty busy road in the summer and you can just walk down the middle of it with the sled and huh. no one there's no one like it's pretty that's and you'll see awesome. like horses that walk down the road or like Aww. it's it's really cool like it's pretty magical out here i'm going to yeah. miss it yeah. but i'm excited for next phase but it's been really great to live out here and enjoy this season so
0: that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. i knew i was going to like the neighborhood i live in because during a snowstorm, like everybody goes in, but I used to live in the mountains and like uh, dramatic weather. So I like to go out during blizzards. Oh, and yeah. um, this guy was on, uh, <laughs> he had a sled being pulled by dogs down like the street, like right in front of my house <laughs> oh my <gosh. laughs> during a blizzard. And I'm like, okay, I think yeah. I found my neighborhood yeah. in Fargo. <laughs> yeah, these are my people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's again that's how you embrace it it's like if it's a blizzard you bundle up and put on some snow gear and you have
1: some fun yeah you just so, you just enjoy it I mean yeah. that's the thing is I'm man it's my favorite time to go for a walk in the woods is when it's blizzarding because it's mm-hmm. like it's such an amazing sound and yeah it's, I just remember like last spring like because we've been living in a city like we were living in downtown Raleigh and I almost had forgotten like the quiet and there was like one morning, I walked down from our bedroom down to our living room, and I looked out, and the sun was like peeking up over the water, because we're on the east side of the peninsula, and so we get the sunrises, and the the sun was like peeking up like, ju- and it was snowing, like perfect, like snow globe snow, and it was like, you know, right at sunrise, and there was a deer, like a doe, just like standing there looking at me, like through the window, <laughs> wow. and and it was like. Just this, like, magical, like, thing, and, and, like, there's no other sound outside, you know? It's mm-hmm. just, like, just that, and you can – I love it when you can just hear the snow falling. That's like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's so good. So good.
0: Yeah. Oh. There's nothing like it. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah I had a friend ask me today because I – my studio is 12 blocks from my house, and so she's like, oh, okay. do you drive all the time? I'm like, actually, in the winter, I like to walk. Like, yeah. more than in the summer because it's just, like, this cozy little crunchy, quiet, like, I don't know. There's something really it's great. It's so nice. I know.
1: <laughs> yeah. I grew, I grew up walking to school every day in the snow. Mm-hmm. sound like a grandparent <laughs> saying you, that. Did but... you have shoes? Oh, yes. I okay. Did. I did okay, good. Shoes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you're not as old as you think. <laughs>
0: No you and shoes know. both ways, you know. <laughs> I know. I walked walk 2 miles
1: in just no no shoes.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, we could probably chat for a yes. long time. So hopefully our paths will cross someday if you I... ever want to come up to Fargo. Yeah, come on I know down. you
1: are further north. That's like crazy.
0: Yeah. It, there's some treasures up here though. It's I know. It's I wanted good. to make it out
1: that way. So if I come out that way, -hmm. You're going to know about it.
0: I'll spare you from our other Midwest pride ramblings, but I hope you took note of the wisdom from Megan's words. One of my favorite things she said was, How the seasons change taught me that nothing ever lasts forever. That's both a reassuring thing, but also a moment to really realize that you have to live in the present. Seasons invite a way to look at how much we've grown. With taking the time to notice the turning of time, the slow and steady transformation of seeing where we've been and where we're going, it's hard not to feel a sense of gratitude, to see that this time can be a healer and that there is so much more to gain from living a meaningful, intentional life. You can follow Megan on Instagram at FreshExchange, and a great way to connect with her and other like-minded folks is to use the hashtag Intentional Seasons. And don't forget to sign up for Megan's newsletter on her website, thefreshexchange.com. Here you can get the last two installments of her month of gratitude posts. And you can also get a link to save 10% on the gratitude journal that I mentioned before and that we chatted about in our conversation. If you would like to win a free gratitude journal, let me remind you of the giveaway I'm doing from now until November 25th at midnight. That's next week, Saturday. This podcast is still in its humble beginnings, and the reception I've received so far from this first month has been incredible and has meant more than you can ever know, so thank you. To keep this podcast growing and to keep getting amazing people like Megan to say yes to coming on, I need your help. Hitting subscribe and writing a review on iTunes, which is now called Apple Podcasts, shows them that it's worth featuring and suggesting to others. And being featured helps tremendously in introducing new people to the podcast. So if you've gotten value from this podcast, please help me spread the self-care message. And as a thank you, I want to offer you a few gifts in return. One, the Gratitude Journal already mentioned. Two, a lovely seasonal product from one of my favorite natural skincare companies, Legome Co. It's their Chai and Good Vibes Limited Edition Invigorating Aura and Room Mist. It's a sweet, uplifting, and spicy combination of fresh ginger, cinnamon, and cardamom with some notes of black pepper, clove, vanilla, and sweet orange. It seriously smells so good. I use it to freshen up my treatment room in between clients and even on myself when I need a little pick-me-up. You will love it. And number three, an hour-long self-care mentoring call with me where I work with you one-on-one with your self-care needs. It could be helping you work through some holdups in your practice, giving you a starting point, or giving you some personalized instruction. Whatever it is, I'm here for you. So to enter to win, simply head to Apple Podcasts and find the Simple Self-Care Podcast in the search bar. Leave a review, subscribe if you'd like, though it's optional for this giveaway, and then let me know your username of the review. You can email that to me at randy at naturallyrandyk.com, and randyk is spelled R-A-N-D-I-K-A-Y, or leave a comment on my post about the giveaway on Instagram at naturallyrandyk. The winner will be announced next Sunday on Instagram and at the beginning of next week's podcast. And thank you again for listening, for learning and growing with me, and for helping this podcast be successful. It means the world. Be sure to tune in next week for more self-care good times, but until then, take good care and enjoy the journey.